Hello, and welcome to This is the Day Ministries podcast series. I'm your host, Dr. Courtney Alexander-Harris, and today's episode is entitled, Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. This is the day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of This is the Day Ministries podcast. Tonight, we will be discussing if we should speak now or forever hold our peace. And there's a, uh, an important difference that we must understand between the two. Um, holding your peace can be effective at times. And sometimes you should absolutely hold your peace or hold your tongue or <laughs> be quiet. And there are absolutely other times when you should speak up, speak now for uh, a particular situation or circumstance that you find yourself in. And I'm saying that it is time for us as children of God, number one, to speak up. Uh, we are we are past the days of, of color. We are past the days of of. Um, glass ceilings and such conversations in, in those veins, which are are things that would benefit us in the natural. Uh, but we need to be speaking up regarding the things that are in a direct opposition to the word of God, which is can be known as heresy. Uh, as believers, we find ourselves in a world that is driven by our flesh. It's driven by things that make us feel good. It's driven by things that sound good, taste good. And as you know, those things are extremely temporal. The things that are important are the things that, that um, we can do in this life that benefit the kingdom of God. Um, I was privileged to be a part of a, a meeting that was about making change and Believe it or not, there was low attendance. And I say, believe it or not, really, there's no surprise because just like we can see, and I'm sure you've seen these posts on, on Facebook as an example, where um, someone will say, you know, we, we'll get a thousand comments or, or, or something foolish will go viral. But when something of substance is presented, there are few minimal to no comments on it. You know, something about uh, somebody getting a scholarship or, or doing something good for humanity. It'll get a, a few claps, a few likes, but let it be something that is completely foolish and absurd and it will be viral. Everybody will be talking about it. And that was similar to the meeting that I was able to be part of where it, it the opportunity for change to come about low attendance. You know, people complain about situations in their life. They complain about their job. They complain about low wages. They complain about their community, um, violence. They complain about poor schools and teachers and the districts and all of these things. Yet there is no action taken. And that's a problem. So speak now or forever hold your peace. If you are not going to do anything about the situation that you find yourself in that you don't like, hold your peace. 
don't complain because no one wants to hear about it. Other, if you're just going to complain about something, you're just basically gossiping. If you're going to speak about it because you, you have a passion about it and you want to see change, then you need to speak up. But let's speak up about things. Don't miss me here because I'm not interested in you speaking up about something that's foolish. Right. Speaking up about something that is in direct objection to what the word of the Lord teaches us as as being children of God. Now, I don't want I don't want I don't want you to speak up for that because it's contrary to what God has for us as his creation. Remember, the manufacturer knows best. Um, you don't need to go to the Chevy dealer. Again, I use this example a lot. You don't need to go to the Chevy dealer to learn how to change the Valvetronic motor on your BMW. It's not going to work. <laughs> uh, the BMW dealer is going to be the best source for you to go to. And because we were created by God, we're created in the image of God, then we need to consult. We need to go to the manufacturer. God is the creator of us as human beings. We were created in his, in, in his image. Read Genesis chapter one, and you'll find that out. Um, <clears throat> so speaking up now, I'm speaking again to believers because this is the time for believers to, and, and it, it's always been the time, right? Um, one of my, it, it's always been the time for believers to speak up concerning the things of the Lord. You don't need to, to be silent. Um, you don't need to be fearful Number one, because why? God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, those who are his children, but he's given us a spirit of, uh, a, but I, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. <laughs> so we need to speak up. We need to speak up concerning those things that we know God is calling us to do, right? Those those things that God is calling us to live out in this in this natural earth realm that we find ourselves in we have to um, Jesus said it's uh, in John 14 John 15 uh, it's obedience is better than sacrifice so there's some stepping up that needs to be done here um, I want to read to you from Acts and we know that Acts informs us of the early church <clears throat> one of my favorite um, stories things to read about in Acts is about Stephen and you can find Stephen in chapter 7 and it's I mean this brother was bold in his his speech and it was appropriate and I think there are a lot of cues that we can take and things lessons that we can learn from Stephen uh, he said in uh, Acts chapter 7 51, ye stiff necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did, so do ye. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted, and have and they have slain them which showed before of the coming of the just one, of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers? Who have received the law by this disposition of angels and have not kept it? And fifty four through sixty goes to tell us the end of Stephen's time and he chose to speak now he chose to speak now he couldn't he couldn't hold his peace in this situation because it 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 would have been wrong it says 54 it says when they heard these things 
they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, Stephen, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran unto him upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. I wrote in the notes on the side of my Bible, it says, remarkable, even while being stoned, his heart is compassionate towards the lost. So in the face of losing his life, Stephen chose to be bold and tell them about themselves. But he also chose to have a pure heart and ask God to basically not hold this sin to their charge. That's amazing. In the face of losing his life, he still had the wherewithal to consider praying for them, to ask God to essentially look, don't Lord, don't hold this against them. And that's where we are with so much media driven um, foolishness. We have to be able to acknowledge it that, okay, this is what's going on or their perception of what's going on in our nation and our world and be able to respond to it from a biblical standpoint with confidence through the Holy Spirit. Okay. From the, the advancement of, of, um, uh, 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 things related to a sexual nature and sexual content to our babies in, in the education system, to the promotion of the homosexual agenda by attempting to silence or cancel people who do not support that by using pronouns to describe a man or a woman to the support of men who want to be women such as Mr. Thomas in the the female arena of swimming shame on you how you want to go and dominate a women's sport and you're a man that is a shame you couldn't compete against men so you want to say you're a female now and go and dominate in that area how do you sleep at night how do you feel good at night it's a shame it's a shame and I do not support it. And you as believers should not support it as well. And what shouldn't you support? You should not support the homosexual agenda. You should not support men saying they feel like they're a woman today or a woman saying she's a man on today. You can't support that. And you must be able to speak now and let people know who may be in your circle of influence or who may come up to you and ask you, well, what do you think about it? Holding your peace when you have the opportunity to share the gospel is wrong. It is, I believe, a sin. And I believe you're acting as a coward if you are unwilling to stand up for your faith. 
If you believe that God created men and he created females, or he created male and female, and that's it. And you hear someone talking about, well, it's okay because this is how they feel today. And you are a believer. You have to be able to say, you know what, that, that you're entitled to your opinion, but that's wrong. A man, two men cannot reproduce life. Two women cannot reproduce life on their own. They have to have some assistance with some type of medical help. And that's not natural. If you look at the nature of how things run, you'll see that that's not how it works. So we have a we have a, a lot that's that's challenging us as those who believe upon the name of the Lord, those who trust the word of the Lord. You are faced in your own arena, I'm sure, on your workplace, in your neighborhood with with friends, with family, with your school's education system for your children, your job. There is something that is challenging your faith, your belief in the one true and living God. Will you stand? Will you speak up and say, you know what? This is what God is calling us to. This is what God has designed for us as his creation. Then you, you, you have to be able to have courage and accept just as Stephen did what comes along with standing up for your beliefs in the one true and living God. If that means you lose a job, then that means you lose a job. But it doesn't mean that you won't be provided for because God will take care of you. He has always done it. He's always taken care of his people. If you read the scriptures, God has always provided for those who trust in him. And you have to trust in him. You have to. Even if you're on a job now and you haven't been faced with the situation, you have to trust God that you're going to just maintain that job because it is he who's given you, blessed you to be able to have the job in the first place. So whether there's drama uh, or not, you have to you have to have a practice of trusting in the Lord, period. And if you are doing that, then when those difficult circumstances come up, it's going to be already ingrained in you because you've been trusting God from the beginning when something difficult comes along you know that there is no other option for you so I want to encourage you to take heart and to understand that God has your back God is in control there is nothing that the enemy can do that that God is not aware of look at the story of Job Satan had to get permission to touch Job God allowed it to a certain degree and Job remained faithful. Amen. So I want to encourage you to remain faithful. I want to encourage you to stand strong in your faith. If you haven't been standing strong in your faith, it's going to be difficult. You're probably going to quit or, or you'll get nervous if you find yourself in a situation where you, you have to say something about something that you know is just completely wrong. But I guarantee you, I speak from experience, the more you do the right thing, the more you stand on the things of the Lord, the more you take confidence in God and trust him to lead you in the right way, you will it will become easier and you will realize, hey, this is this is where I am. I'm not going to waver and I believe God is going to take care of me. You have to. That's how a believer lives. Amen. And finally, remember that you can find us on Instagram at This Is The Day Ministries and 
I'd love for you to join our Facebook group. This is the Day Ministries. And finally, very soon, you'll be able to join us for worship for a wonderful time in praise and worship, the word and fellowship in Hobart, Indiana. This has been This is the Day Ministries podcast series with your host, Dr. Courtney Alexander Harris. God bless. This is the day.